Welcome along to the Wise Man Say podcast. We are here to discuss England again and not at all get worried about Sunderland and the situation where there's nobody coming in and people aren't signing contracts. And let's pretend, let's leave <laughs> that in a in a in a sort of um, another world, another dimension. We'll just forget about it altogether and concentrate on England, which is all positive. I don't isn't care it? about it. Go, go. Do you not Sunderland care about anymore. England? Oh, uh, well, Sunderland, right? N- so, no, I don't care about Sunderland anymore. Because um, <laughs> just because it's just pathetic. So, well, to be that, fair though, that's... Matt, the under twenty threes have got a few friendlies lined up. Is that I know. Exciting? Well, it's good to see, spare, like buying people who'll never play for us and be released at the age of twenty four. Um, it's just pointless, really. Just the whole things, anyway. Hello. Enough on that. I'm here. It's a, yeah, it's a strong, it's a strong positive start. So we'll uh, we'll we'll take that as a starting point and get on to the England game, which everybody's also fuming about. Right. Um, well, I'm going to give you a platform, Matt, because I know that me and you are possibly at not total ends of the spectrum, but maybe maybe at other ends. Why Craig might might be in the in the middle somewhere with it. Um, I, what I will say is before the um, the game, the Scotland game. Craig and, and 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 you were on, and we were having a conversation, and I did say that I wouldn't be surprised if we drew with Scotland, and that there would need to be a level of calmness if that was the case. Not been much of a well, the level of calmness has not has not really <laughs> been has not really been that level, has it? It's been quite wonky. No. Um, massive overreaction, in my opinion. Matt, come on. Well, tell us how bad it was, in your opinion. Well, it was, but it was really bad though. Like <laughs> Scotland, Scotland played well. Um, but like you got Grant Handley playing centre half for them, who just nullifies like Kane completely. Look, it goes back. I said this a couple of weeks ago when we did the pod with um, with Nigel, and it was like Southgate's just a loser, and he <laughs> oh. he's just the wrong. He is though, but he is this England side should be. Incredible to watch. The the options they've got going forward are, are incredible. And the two performances for me, I know the big Croatia who who subsequently drew with the Czech Republic and aren't very good really. It's just not it's just is rubbish. The he I don't you don't surely you don't need me to tell me you don't need me to tell me how Bad it was on Friday. It was it was an acceptable performance. It was an acceptable. England think, w- didn't you, look like. Sorry, would you think the same if it's the fact it's Scotland? Does that have no, a not really? If, I, it's, not. if this was if this was you know if this was against Czech Republic and we played like this and, and drew yeah. like this, do you think the reaction would be the same? Am I for me? Yeah, I don't think Scotland were bad at all. I don't think it's it's not the opponents for me. It's. It was just the, like the nature of the performance. I know Stone scores. You, you never know. Like it might, it might have been a completely different game, and they might have gone on to win three or four nil. But once that, once he missed that, they just didn't look like scoring. They just did not have in the second half. They did not have a, like an attempt. It was pathetic. And and then he and then he just goes and make the changes he's making as well. It's like Grealish, right? Yeah, you go. Just go and win the game. Well. No, because that's just not how you should approach substitutions and it's not how to change the game by just bringing him on. And he had no impact on the game because he'd just been put on with no plan. And then take Kane off and like play Rashford up front, who's not a striker. And you've got Calvert-Lewin on the bench 
you take four. I, I just thought the whole thing was just shambolic from, from the manager and then the players as well. I was going to say, do the players have to take responsibility for this? Because when, when, when the main criticism is lack of intensity, that's not, and you can be the most cautious manager in the world. You're still not mm. telling your players not to show intensity and not to close people down, are you? No, but I think the players do have to take some responsibility for it. The performance wasn't good enough. And I thought, like, well, it says a lot when Mings has probably been your best player for the two games. Like, no disrespect to Tyrone Mings, but he was like, I mean, we both didn't want him to play in either of the games, really, a couple of weeks ago, um, because of his shambolic performances in the warm up games. But I just think it says a lot of the best players have been him and probably Calvin Phillips. Like the attack and, and, and you look at the attack, attacking options we've got where they should be like ripping the tournament up, really. And they just haven't had a kick. I mean, Kane hasn't had a touch of the ball at all. He hasn't had a shot. Right, it's well, just I unacceptable. Would... Go on then, Craig. I think, Tell me yeah, I'm well, not. A good... no, 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 I'm not going to. I'm, I'm going to say another country that would be interesting to compare to, I think, would be Portugal because we were talking, Steve and I, before we started. And they have a similar front four. Um, you know, they've got like obviously Ronaldo, arguably the best in the world, probably the best number nine now in some ways, mm-hmm. apart from maybe Lewandowski and uh, Harry Kane, who obviously hasn't shown it yet in this tournament. But then you've got Bruno Fernandes, probably a bit tired because he's played so many games, but he's had a really good time at Man United. You've got Bernardo Silva, who's a phenomenal footballer, and Diego Jota, who is probably their equivalent to Phil Foden in a way, and that he's mm. just coming through and sort of an emerging talent. But they've got others to come through, like João Felix and, and other players. And they haven't looked particularly coherent either. And they play with two sitting midfielders, one of whom, Danilo, is probably more of a centre-back in some ways. And I wonder whether some people might argue that about Declan Rice going forward, but well, that's, that's a story for another day. And I just, I, I, to me, that comes down to chemistry. And it's interesting because Portugal's managers also notoriously conservative. Now, it didn't do them much good against Germany because Germany just found a way to rip them to shreds. But it does look like those front four are just being asked to get on the ball and make stuff happen. And when they do, it looks brilliant. Like that uh, first goal against Germany was fantastic. Uh, it was magnificent. Mm. And, and I think England's goal against Croatia was a really good bit of football. And the, I, I know what you mean about the Stones header. I mean, he should score that. But there was other ones. Didn't Ford and Rapron just round the post, didn't he? Not far off. Um, but they're looking for moments of individual magic. And this is where I would take issue with the whole Grealish thing. Not that I've got anything against Grealish. I think he's a really good player. But I do think there's this massive emphasis in this country on change the individuals, change the personnel, and that's going to fix it. And I just don't think that's the issue. I think, And I don't even think it's that the manager's too conservative. I just don't know what they work on in terms of cohesion. Where's the mm-hmm. game plan? Like I watch Germany for all their faults. The movement between the lines, the way they pass the ball through the middle of the pitch. England don't do that. Germany, he always goes said, wide and comes inside. Yeah, I said this to you mm. before we started recording, Craig. Germany mask their um, inefficiencies and their weaknesses by just throwing the kitchen sink at it. Um, which you were saying, and it's different to what England and Portugal are doing, where you're almost hoping your players are going to rely on it. It's, they are literally like, that is your game plan. We're going to pile forward and we're going, we're going to mask all the defensive um, you know, the problems that we have. And and I think, you know, and I'm still pro Southgate, and I, and, I, and I can't defend his his approach to that game in that, like, there's a couple of things he hasn't really taken into consideration. One, and I, I asked Matt what he thought, you know, if this was game was against Czech Republic, for example, um, 
you can't underestimate what a game like this means to the English public and to your supporters, first and foremost. So when you're taking the conservative approach, thinking, well, I'd probably be happy with a point because we won the first game. You've got to, you've, you've got to factor in who you're playing against as well. And that when you're better than somebody, which England clearly are better than Scotland, <laughs> Scotland were always going to come and... You know, it was it was it was win or bust for them. Not win or bust, but you know they had to get a point from the game or they were out really. And when a team like hate you so much as well, like they do, <laughs> and you know, and they're no they're no mugs. They've got Premier League players and stuff like that. They were always gonna come and throw absolutely everything at it. And I think Southgate's just thought our quality will come through in the end. Let's not get caught get caught up in the occasion when sometimes in derby games. You need to need to let the occasion come in a little bit more, and I think if we had took the approach where we throw everything at Scotland ourselves from the start, they wouldn't have been able to cope with that. And if if both teams were taking the same approach and going toe to toe in the same way, England would have won that game, and he should have trusted his players to do that. I think, but he will at the back of his mind been thinking, "I'll be happy with the draw from this game." And that's that's the issue people have, isn't it? I think. Well, it's it's the issue I have, and I, not even just cause, like with it being Scotland, not because of like the rivalry, even like Scotland are you know the third worst ranked team in the competition as well. And mm. I I just thought I I I take I get what you're saying, Steve. I, I do, and I, I I um I get what you mean as well, Craig. Like there's just no cohesion at all, and I just it, for me it's just rubbish and I just don't they've been rubbish for for a while to be honest they haven't played particularly well in some of the latter qualifiers there was a Denmark game where Maguire got sent off the, I think it was a friend they just haven't looked good that Denmark England. game was a bit of a was a bit of a, a freak you did, wasn't it like and they didn't they get a penalty that was yeah, like never a penalty I, and we got no, a man saying off like, and but they just haven't played well for a while England they just haven't looked particularly good um, and I just I worry I, obviously they'll you know they'll they'll probably beat the Czech Republic tomorrow um, but I just I just think it'll be one nil one two and, and and with the with the squad we've got and the, what it could be I just that's not for me. So, well, I, I, I wouldn't mind. Well, I don't mind winning, especially in the groups. Just winning, you know, get get yourself out of the group and start. But it's like the nature of it, though. Like, like concerns. There has to be a, a performance. Like, yeah, exactly. there has to be a performance. I I think what I'm expecting. This was the game you, that that's what I will agree on, on. On you know, as much as I do, like that's what I'll agree on. Why I got it wrong because this was the game to do it. This was the game mm-hmm. for you to say, let's go make a statement in this game. And then in the last game, you got six points on the board. Then you can make changes and be a little bit more conservative and think, if we get a draw, I'm happy with getting a draw. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's an opportunity. To, I think some of these games, I mean, look at Italy. They, they brought a sub-goalkeeper on just because Mancini for wanted to give him some minutes. Yeah, that was it's like a friendly. That was quite funny. But, that was... but like they, they basically treated that game as a friendly in, in mm-hmm. many respects. Italy. They still won the game because they got a good squad. That's another thing, right? Italy, there's a great example going the other way. If a team, it doesn't matter, forget the style of football. It is progressive and attacking and fun, but they're just interchanging players in and out of that lineup and it's the same thing. It isn't reliant on a big, it's not, oh, Jack Grealish is going to come in and transform this team. Jaden Sancho is going to come in and transform this team. It's like, no, we've got a system. We put players in it. Yeah, you bring Verratti in, he looks incredible because he is. But 
Like, it's not the team relies on Verratti to function. It works whether he's in there or not. It's just a bit better when he comes in. England don't look like that to me. England look like, it's not like a conservative team in the way France are conservative, where they are lethal on the break. And you look at them and you think, that's a team that's going to come to the boil. And Bappe hasn't really fired fully yet, and he still looked a threat. Benzema hasn't scored yet, but he's, he's going to score in this tournament, you would think. Now, of course, this could all come crashing down and they might, you know, fail in the next round. But to me, that there's a difference between looking like that and drawing versus Hungary and looking like England do, which, as you said, Matt, hasn't been very good for a while, and then stumbling against Scotland in a game where, to be honest, Scotland had as many good chances as England, I would say. I'm kind of glad. Not glad it's happened, but it might do the players good this a little bit, because since this group of players were put together really um, I know there were a couple there before but really this kind of the core of this team got put together for the for that World Cup um, run and they've had nothing but praise generally you know like yeah. you know broadly speaking they've generally been praised and everyone's been behind them um, and this is the first time they've, they've really really received criticism and they're living in cloud cuckoo land if they think they're not going to receive that um, because you know it, this is real life <laughs> do you know what I mean they're not you know I know like where times are different now and stuff like that but you are gonna if you play crap against a team that you should be beating at home and you know and millions are watching you you're, you're going to get criticized for it so maybe maybe it'll do them good in a way to think you know the, the, to get their act together because um because you know it was it wasn't good enough, and they need to accept it. And it might do them good. We've seen this in tournaments before as well. That's the thing. Even with England, like so, you know, Euro '96, we were terrible against Switzerland. Mm. We were terrible against Spain in the quarterfinals. Um, France '98, when when you know we we knocked out our, we were we lost to Argentina, and we 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 were the better team. We're ten men that game, and we should have went through. And people remember that group of players saying, you know what, they could have went all the way. Actually, that group of players. They lost in a group to Romania in that tournament. Do you know what I mean? And got absolutely battered for that. So it does happen. It does happen. It does. Um, it does. And if there's a rea- you know, if there's a reaction tomorrow and they're going not so much the scoreline, but they're putting a good performance against the Czech Republic and, and beat them, then then fair enough. But uh, I mean, there needs to be really, doesn't there? Because if you're going to, you know, say say the England draw tomorrow. And going to the next round on the back of like, I mean, an underwhelming performance in the groups, really. Then you're just not gonna, you're just not gonna bat them, really. And, and it is, there has to be some kind of reaction. And uh, well, I hope there is. I'm not but, sure. I'm not sure. I was talking I, 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 mean, I, uh, I don't think sure. it's gonna be. Uh, I'm not sure because I, I think both teams would take a point personally. Well, if the draw take... tomorrow, honestly, people will be like seething. Because it's but that's not weird. good enough. It's but I know what you because you get the better draw. I know. You yeah. don't, but you don't. But we're going to talk about it more in a minute. You, you do, in the sense that you would play second from Spain's group. But presuming you won that game, uh, you would then play the team who finished first in Group F or the team that they played, uh, which right. is unlikely to beat that team. So right. you're either going to play... Group F the Group of Death one. Yeah, so right. whichever yeah. route you do it, because because of the stupid. So you're going to end system. up with somebody from that group either in the second round or the round after, anyway. Yeah, so you're basically looking at the next round as you get the Sterner test out of the way early, at all, or you play it in the quarterfinals, and you get to play it at Wembley if you oh, win. Oh, so it's group. a Wembley, is it right? Okay, but not if you don't win the group, then you have to play somewhere else. And I did right. note this before, and I've forgotten. Hope it doesn't really matter. 
it's not back. <laughs> it definitely wasn't back. Um, but I, I think it's a bit, yeah, I suppose if you, if you think about whoever finishes first or second in that group, it's going to be a good team. So you're yeah, likely yeah. playing a good team in the next round or the quarterfinals. Now, I, I personally would rather play the team that finishes second in the round of 16 and then get the slightly more favourable tie in the quarterfinal, which is away from Wembley, then you're back to Wembley for the semis in the final, presuming you get that far. Otherwise, you're just putting another game in the way in the round of 16 against, well, it could end up being Spain, to be fair. And I know they haven't looked good, mm-hmm. but that group is probably on a par with ours as one of the worst to watch in the tournament. It's not been an entertaining group, and Spain's has been pretty horrible to look at as well. I wouldn't be surprised though if you play a team like Spain could do a bit of a Portugal. They could draw their way to quite far. They drew in every game for yeah. Portugal, yeah, and didn't win any game in normal time. That makes them that, that 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 highlights how much of a mockery this whole thing is, isn't it? Like it makes That's a mockery pathetic. of the whole thing, doesn't it? Like the Portugal could draw three games and then go on and win the whole thing. Finish and they did. They drew all of the group. Yeah, they did. Yeah, stupid. Like it's ridiculous. And it's, it's hard to keep. It's I mean, hard to keep track terrible. of. I mean, I asked Craig, and Craig's been keeping us right here on the routes and stuff. And I, I've yeah, given up. Tra- I've, I've given up. No I've give up trying to like get my head around it. The only thing is, I know that if we win the group, we'll play somebody whoever finishes second in France's group, which France are doing their best to make that them at the moment, yeah. <laughs> which would be a nightmare to all. Well, be, yeah. it would be. Yeah, it would be because I, I would. I would think we've got a chance against Portugal or Germany, personally. Uh, personally, but. France is when, when, you know, when it gets to the knockout stages, when they get their act together, isn't it? Um, so the, that would be the, the one route where it would actually, in theory, be better to come second then is if France don't win the group. So you come second and play, say, I don't know, say it's Poland or Slovakia or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then you play the team that won Group F. That might be Germany. Now, personally, think Germany are a good side. They've got weaknesses, though. Now, I would prefer that route than playing probably France in the si- round of 16. Yeah, because that's and it, yet, then. So. That's a hard, <laughs> hard game, yeah. I, I, I think France have got... I know everyone's talked about this already. They haven't necessarily been hugely impressive. I think the fullbacks can be got at. But England don't really play with width. The fullbacks don't really get over the halfway line. I think Germany didn't quite manage it in the game against France, but they did it against Portugal, where they overloaded those wing-back areas. And England would have to do that to beat France, I think. But it's a really tough ask because the Varane is just like supremely good centre half. <laughs> and then you've got Cante yeah. in there as well, who obviously we know all about him, don't we? So yeah, I've tried not to think. Of, there's just that many different possibilities, isn't there? Like God knows, there'll be something unexpected after all of this. Um, well, the other we thing is we could third? finish third. I mean, it's very unlikely, but we could finish third. That what becomes if, even harder. Then? You play a top of a group, and I, I think someone had suggested it could be the Netherlands, and then right, someone had well, suggested it could be Belgium. Now, so Do you know what? Yeah, no, there's, there's going to be that many teams. You think finishing on fourth, uh, finishing on four points in third? <laughs> I know. Like everywhere you look, that seems to be mm-hmm. the case, doesn't it? There's uh, like the saying is that the four best third place finishes or something. That's, that's right. Yeah, it's going to be goal difference, isn't it? So it's yeah, gonna come you down feel to... like it's going to be like one. One or two goals between them all at this stage, it looks like you know, well, get loads uh, of teams on four points in third place. Despite the fact that obviously Austria and Ukraine could just finish on four points, Austria have taken the lead in that game. Now, you're listening to this probably yeah, after the result, yeah. but that would mean if one of those two teams does finish as a winner, 
that group will end with a team on thir- three points in fourth, and mm. they're not going to get through based on the way it's shaped, shaken out. Well, it's feasible, yeah. po- and it's also feasible Portugal ending on three points, I think, in their group. Um, yeah, yeah, could easily beat- get beaten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And also, when, when you think about England's group, I mean, Croatia and Scotland, would you be surprised if both of them finished on two? I wouldn't. Well, they could easily, they could definitely draw that game. I That's mean. what I mean, yeah. The, well, the, the neither of them look great. The Netherlands, I think, have looked, have looked pretty good. You mentioned, you know, playing against, playing against them potentially if you finish third. I wouldn't fancy or, that. Or Belgium. Or, I'm, Belgium. Not, or Belgium. I'm, I'm not convinced by Holland at all. Well, 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 Holland are currently beating what appears to be Milton Keynes Dons. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, Dean Lewington's at left back. Well, on that note, do we need to give a big shout out to the tournament's main um, dark horses, Turkey, and their performance? We'll applaud that. We'll applaud that because, like, you know, everybody who was anybody was saying that they were going to be the the team to watch one, uh, <laughs> and they have looked comfortably the worst team in the whole. Scored thing, one they? So, goal. Yeah, well, lost three one yeah. to Switzerland last night. Yeah, who who were shite? Who were rubbish? Yeah. The other one, of course, was uh, Ukraine. Who, as things stand, again, we'll know more later, are going out probably on three points. So there's two <laughs> down. Denmark, obviously, there's mitigating <laughs> circumstances. Yeah. I would love them to win tonight and get through because they are actually a good team to watch. And obviously, everything that's there's gone on with Ericsson, of course. Well, how many have they lost both of their games though? Yes, but if they win tonight, they could feasibly get through in second. Oh wow! Right, yeah. with three with three points. Yeah, that's, because this smart, isn't it? If Belgium win against Finland, right. and if Denmark beat uh, Russia, those teams will all be on three points right. because <laughs> each of them have beaten each other in the head to head. I think there'll be goal difference. goal difference. Right. I think so. Okay, yeah. yeah, that makes well, that's pathetic. Some of, our listeners, really? some of our listeners will Men. know whether that's already happened. That's now. insane. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it's yeah. very that's hilarious. hilarious. I really yeah. But these permutations are insane, aren't they? Like yeah, this they is are. what we're talking about. It's it's absolutely bonkers the the situation. <laughs> That's unfolding. Mm-hmm. The Wise Men Say podcast is brought to you in association with From the Terraces. For a 10% discount on all products, enter the discount code WMS10 at the checkout stage. While you do that, check out the From the Terraces podcast presented by Matt Keeling and Rory Fallow, available from your usual podcast platform. For more information, just search for From the Terraces. The fact of the matter is, England, I think, finishing third, that would be a situation where I don't think Southgate would survive the tournament unless well, we somehow then went on to win it. No, if we finished third, he would have to get to semi-finals and look quite bare convincing. minimum. Yeah, bare minimum semi-finals. But I think you know, like like always with England, because the spotlight's on them so much, I think I think probably the victory against Croatia was overdone, overplayed, yeah. and the defeat and the, the draw against Scotland is. I personally think there's there still has been a bit of a. Um, an awful reaction to it personally. Not from the, the thing is, <laughs> I think you know it's it's kind of a unique game when England play against you know if they played against Eng- uh, if England played against Scotland or Wales or something like that in this tournament because it's like it, it's a big game like a huge game. It's not like a normal game, but England are clear favourites to win them if that makes sense, and they're not mm, used yeah. to playing in games like that with that kind of pressure. Um, the only other big games like that where you think, oh God, this is big, it's normally against teams who are better than us. So like we are kind <laughs> yeah. of the underdogs yeah, in that situation. So in, in one way, you know, hopefully it does them good. And and you never know because I've seen, like I say, we've seen, we've seen not just England, but we've mentioned Portugal. We've seen 
you know, Spain lost in 2010 and then won the World Cup. You know, they lost in the group to Switzerland, didn't they? So mm-hmm. it, 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 did. it, it does happen. Argentina in 1990 lost to Cameroon in the group and got all the way to the final. So, you know, it, it's, 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 it's not a new thing. But um, on that is, because is, <laughs> if the reaction hadn't been like it had post-Scotland, I honestly think Southgate would have been tempted to just to course through this game and go for a draw, you know, because of the group thing. I honestly yeah, do, yeah. but he's not going to do that now. I don't think he's going to do that now. Um, he can't would, do that now because they, they could do that and finish. No, they couldn't finish third if he did that, could they? Well, I think what, it's what, risky anyway because yeah. what if well, you what might if you lose? Like... <laughs> yeah, what if you play for the draw and lose? And yeah, of course. Yeah, I, I don't think he. I think you're right, Steve. He can't. He said hasn't he said he's going to start Kane? So he's obviously wanted. Well, this Kane is the thing get, he would he would have wanted up, like, he would have wanted with. Rest of players by this point as well, I guess, and he can't, and he can't now, and he can't now. Well, he yeah, can't because we, we we need a you know qualifications <clears throat> not guaranteed at the minute. It's probable, but but it, well, look it, at to the... be fair, Steve. Even if like for me, if you if you say if we got away with that Scotland game with a one nil win, I'd have been playing Kane tomorrow night. He needs a goal, like he needs to score because it. But, but we're we're going to win this tournament. Well, the only way England are going to win this tournament is if he's you know scoring yeah. goals. Because if he's not scoring goals, they're not coming. For, it doesn't look like he wants mm. to give Calvert Lewin particularly any any minutes. And if Rashford's going to be the replacement for Kane up front, then for me, the the goals aren't coming. So Kane needs to play it more, and he needs to get himself whether we you know we get a penalty or whatever. He needs to. Which we, by the way, we should have had against Scotland. By the way, in my opinion, yeah, we which he would have taken, gets him off yeah, the mark, doesn't it? Missed, We're on six but, points. Yeah. Wait, well. There's been a lot of bad missed penalties in this there's tournament. Only, there's only been like something like two penalties scored or something. Like the penalties were have been really appalling. weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Gareth yeah, Bale I, one was weird, wasn't it? He never looked because yeah. he looked so yeah. nervous before he took it. Yeah. I, I said, "Well, we're watching that turn on the white," and I said, "He's missing this. He looks terrified." Yeah. It was bizarre. It's a player of his quality as well, mm. isn't it? Like you it's expect him bizarre. to be cool. Right after that penalty, something happened. Like he clearly charged the goalkeeper down. Like and nearly, in, like nearly scored from like a block, and it was just not shown again. Like they, oh, they took like it, a go- yeah. they took like a goal kick from it, and obviously played it short. But like they were shown the replay of the penalty, and you missed it. Yeah, you mm. just saw it. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Off bail, and it was yeah. just, they just didn't show it, or I didn't see it. If they, if no, they I didn't it, see it again. Didn't re- uh, replay. That so, was very strange. Not... Yeah. Mm. What but like they're a team. What, Wales is another team, right? The first two games. I mean, look, they're beating a shit Turkey team. It turns out they were crap. So maybe it's not as big a feat mm. as you thought. But they've acquitted themselves. Like, this, this is the thing I keep going on about, and I think Scotland showed an element of it as well. Yet they're inferior quality to England, but they have a sort of a system that I think you can see what they're trying to do. My main concern with England is it's a bit Sunderland, as yeah. in twenty minutes of bluster. That is. Try and get an individual to score, like a bit of a screamer potentially, or a bit of magic. And then if it doesn't happen after 20 minutes, you're a little bit like, hmm, mm. what next? And as you said, Matt, I'm not sure about his substitutions. Um, I, I just, I mean, why why not put Calvert-Lewin up front and let no, us have a bit of a battle? Exactly. With it was harsh on him. He's, he's had a good score on the season at, at Everton. He scored, he scored goals for them. He's a focal point. Yeah, he's a I big agree. focal point. You can he get is. a wide, get the ball in for him. And he we don't want like to get the ball Kane. wide. He's like the like for like as well of Kane, really. Like if you're gonna, if you're gonna, if, for example, not play Kane, 
You can't mm. be playing Rashford up front, like you he just can't be the answer. You it's not fair on like, him. I don't it's think it's not. fair on him. You, meant, you mentioned Wales there, like how they, you know their, their system and their plan. They're always in with a shout. Wales, they could have quite like Bale that dropped to him last night with ten men. He's missed the setter last night to get a draw from that Italy game. I know Italy have treated it like a friendly and stuff, but we weren't disgraced yesterday. Wales no, against a, a very good, you know, Italy. At least I they weren't, they weren't. But again, they they don't have the pressures like England do. Because I, 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 I saw but, one headline this morning that said, um, um, "Wales suffered a defeat, but it feels like a victory." And you think mm, England well. would have been frigging battered for that if that was. Well, they would there. be tomorrow like, if yeah. we lose. Yeah, well, if we lose Wales, to check- like, well, that's the thing. There is an expectation thing. Uh, well, yeah. there's a there's a, a huge gulf in quality as well, though. Like yeah. from the. Wales have got like Chris Gunter still playing for Wales and he's eight. Joe Morell. L- yeah. Luton Town's Joe Morell in the midfield, <laughs> there, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah, like I know Ramsey and Bale and um that's it really. Well, I mean, even <laughs> Kiefer Miller, who who's a handful yeah. because he's such a unique specimen in terms of his build <laughs> and physique. Yeah. But he was he couldn't score a goal in Norway after a non-league career a few years ago. Yeah. Now he's this integral this is what I mean though. They, they, They've identified strengths because they don't have such a wealth of talent like England do. Yeah. I almost think he's struggling because of the wealth of talent at his disposal. It's well, like, he should manage Wales, what do I pick? <laughs> <laughs> but this yeah. is the other thing about, about Southgate. You look at other countries and you look at, um, I mean, De Boer is probably a terrible example because he's not actually a very good manager. No, he's but not. At, like, <laughs> but Deschamps of France and, and you, you know, you've got Luis Enrique at Spain, who is a phenomenal coach. It's not really mm. happening yet at Spain. You've got Mancini in Italy. We've got former players who've got a legendary kind of, or uh, you know, high state, status with England, much higher status than Southgate, who you would, if you're going to go down the route of the former player, get one of them. Mm. And if you're going to go down the Jurgi Löw kind of pure coaching route, go for someone like Graham Potter, Steve Cooper, that, yeah, yeah. Jordy Morris. Morris. Dennis Wise. <laughs> I'm, thinking the the pub- I'm thinking of the public immediate reaction if Cooper gets the England <laughs> right. job. If mind. Dennis Wise got the... <laughs> it was a, I'm being fanciful, Steve, right? I'm being a bit... But do, who, who knew who Jürgi Love, Jürgi Love was before he got the, the Germany no, job? But he, he's been he, was number two. he was the number two, wasn't he? So he, he kind of stepped up to it. It'll be, I guess it would be the equivalent of Steve, someone like Steve Holland taking the job. Oh, hello. Right, okay, that's the South gear. Go I think... Get- Give it to him. But I think the point is, though, not so much Steve Cooper, right? Oh, maybe he's a shit example. Maybe <laughs> maybe someone more like a Lee Johnson, for example. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, gladly. No, but Please the point is, at the minute, we've got, I feel like we've got this halfway house. He's neither a great coach with the or former player credentials, yeah, or, you know, you look at someone like Gerard or Lampard or like even John Terry as an assistant at Villa. They've got that status as a, an England player that Southgate just doesn't have, but uh, re- certainly Gerard's done a fantastic do- job at Rangers. Um, and then you think, well, at the other end of the spectrum, you could go for someone who's just not a pers- personality at all, like a, a Potter. Um, <laughs> and But he's got the coaching credentials. No, and then he's someone right. who would implement an identity. I mean, obviously, we need to think about that after the tournament. And you never know, Southgate could oh, take this group on to now. win it. We could well. replace him now, Craig. With <laughs> Sean Dyche. I think Eddie Howe for me. No, no, no. The thing is, Dennis Wise for me. With Southgate, all, all 
for all the good things I like about like the environment is created, the attention to detail, the you know the, the atmosphere around making it like a club team and everything. He's done so much good. And where he does get it wrong is game management, and that's Massively. really that well, really did, yeah. is that really is is the is the start of what you want from your manager. The semi final against yep. Croatia, mm. like got mm-hmm. it wrong, lost the game. He's turned it right. He has turned it into a club. I almost feel like he should. Sunderland. Yeah, I almost That's why feel we're, like... we're in our element here, fuming about a bad result. It's like, it feels I, like home. I it's almost great. feel I like it. I almost feel like he, he should be sort of some sort of like general manager who <laughs> who's there, and then then like but like we have somebody else actually picking the team and yeah. and, and and doing the decisions. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, just yeah. Like the international equivalent of a director of football. Well, just give him the under twenty one job back. Like he did all right. Yeah, his mate got binned, didn't he? Has his mate gone? What's he called? Eddie Speaking of well, that's another thing that undermines the whole operation, doesn't it? When he got a chance to sort of get the under twenty one job after messing up the tournament (laughs) when he had the likes of Ford and and all and Mason Mount and all the players who's now in the England team. Like three nah. years ago, wherever it was, um, yeah, that 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 yeah undermines the whole thing, doesn't it? But anything just to go out then, any any sort of any major changes anybody would make, or are we pretty just are we pretty much thinking it's just going to be more or less the, well, the same team, and that's how he wants to play now, and that's his team. I think that's. I think he'll won't change it particularly, especially going forwards. I think he'll play the same team. Um. Predictions wise, I, I think they'll. I think England will win one nil, probably. I think they'll win two nil. Yeah. I think I think there will be a bit of a reaction to to, right. to what's happened. I thought Matt was going to say the major change he would make would be the manager. Well, it would. I've already I've already said they should sack him before tomorrow night's game. Really, um, it'd be so good listening back to this if if England win the tournament. I think. Well, very tuning, very amusing. Tuning. Tune in the, from the terraces on Friday when I debunk the myth that England had a good 2018 World Cup. <laughs> do it now. Give us no, some thoughts. No, I won't do it now because act- people actually listen to this and there'll be there'll be quite a, <laughs> a lot of backlash. I want the backlash from both uh, podcasts. Yeah, give us a taster definitely, then. Definitely. Give us a taster. Give us a flavour. Well, of they lost as many games as they won. So there we go. Well, that's a good starting point. Um, so far, obviously... We've won one and drawn one, so we're unbeaten, and you yeah. know, that puts us in the bracket with lost three the other times good teams in the 2018 World Cup. England they lost three games, twice to the same team. I can't remember that. Why can I they not lost, remember it? Because they lost. It's that stupid third and fourth. No, but it? still, yeah, but it still counts. He got an OBE for that, Steve. Oh, the third and fourth place. Oh. Yeah, he Gareth did get OBE. Got an OBE for finishing fourth in a World Cup where you beat Tunisia, Panama, and Sweden. To get the semi-finals, uh, it's quite you, a. Uh, if you're gonna if you're gonna say that they lost to Croatia in the semi-final, then you need to say the one against Colombia, I guess. Drew it. No, one, on one on penalties. One on penalties. Yeah, Drew with Croatia <laughs> after ninety. Yeah, but that's yeah. true. Oh, fine, yeah. fine. Well, then. Well, 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 people can get across and, and and listen to you and Rory talk about that on the from the terraces podcast and buy stuff from there as well and get yourself some. Um, t-shirts for the summer and some cargo shorts for the summer and sit and watch the match in the garden is that what people are doing are the wheel in the telly out in the gardens has that been a thing mine's on the wall Steve so probably not 
Some people have, but I haven't done it because I don't have a garden. But also, I, would, I just think the sun, the sun glare on the TV would be oh, unbearable. I've got a little spot. I've got there's, have there's, you? there's some like um, plants grown from from. I'd have a job from the garage, the and, and I um, I can <laughs> place one of the tellies on the bench there, and it it, it shaded, so it works. Quite. That's class. That I would do it if I had. Um, well, I mean, space. it's 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 eight o'clock tomorrow night, so that's not going to happen anyway. Oh, that'd be fine. Um, I might just uh, yeah, go yeah. I might it was go just a creation game. Probably not going to get the opportunity to do it again now. Right? Uh, did you give us a prediction well, there, Craig? I, I think they'll win. Probably. I, I think they'll win one nil. Yeah. I mean, I don't think you'll change much at all. I think. I think the the thing is right. I think you would. I think you'd be fairly happy with the draw, like you say. But I think because of the, I think this is one of the times the external pressure might get to him. Yeah, I think he feels like he has to win I it agree. because otherwise the pressure is going to ramp up. And the ironic thing is, a draw, as we've discussed in terms of the last 16 anyway, is weirdly beneficial. But I think he's got a... I think the fact he's saying, I'm going to play Kane and that, it's, it's because he wants him to get a goal and I think he wants us to win the game. And yeah, I no, I agree. Just about will. I agree. I think if there hadn't been the, the, the reaction, and some of it is an overreaction, but if there hadn't been the reaction that had beat the Scotland game, I think he would end this game with more caution as it is. I think he, he probably feels a little bit under pressure now. And the players will want to shut people up, probably, because it's human nature to do that. So mm. I think we'll win comfortably 2-0. And we'll be back to talk about the 0-0 draw uh, or the 1-0 <laughs> or the, or the defeat uh, to, to the Czech Republic um, when England scrape through the group. <laughs> but, um, as always, <laughs> thanks for listening.